Welcome to Cat Talk Radio with your host, Molly DeVos. Molly is a cat expert and certified feline training and behavior specialist. With her expertise and her guests, you'll learn how to interpret and control behavior issues with your cat, how to entertain and converse with them, and keep up on the latest feline news around the world. Now, here is Molly DeVos. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cat Talk Radio. I'm your host, Molly DeVos. And today's episode is about when your cat pees on personal items. And joining me is my handsome husband and co-host, Dewey Vaughn. Hello, everyone. Hello, my beautiful love. Wow, what a what a, what a conversation to have. Peeing on <laughs> personal things. Mm-hmm. So is this about what I think it sounds like peeing on things like your clothes. Yeah, clothes, shoes, inside shoes. I hear a lot about my cat pees in my boyfriend's shoes or my husband's shoes. And on the bed, the bed is a uh, uh, common place. I know. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's funny. I've had a lot of people reach out to me about this problem lately. I've always said that these topics seem to kind of come in waves, and this is definitely one of them, unfortunately. Yeah, you know, I, I know that usually um, litter box is a common problem, you know, peeing outside of that and around that is, you know, probably a problem, and maybe on the floor or, you know, things like that, but I guess I never thought about them peeing on your bed. I mean, that's <laughs> That just seems to be so out of the normal. Maybe we should have titled the podcast When Peeing Gets Personal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very personal when they're peeing on, you know, another place I, I, I hear a lot is laundry. If you have like a basket of, of dirty laundry or clean or the clothes just came out of the dryer, which makes a lot less sense to me, mostly when it's dirty. But yeah. Laundry, bed, shoes, that's that's all pretty personal. You know, I've heard you tell stories about cats being in husbands or new boyfriends, for sure, in their shoes. And I just can't imagine. I didn't, you know, luckily, we've never had that that I know of. Um, and and I, I don't know that I could handle that. <laughs> I think that. you'd know it. <laughs> Why do they do that? Uh, well... Um, you know, I, I, first of all, don't worry. I don't think Pico's going to start that out of the blue, you know. <laughs> but, but one of the most surprising reasons that cats pee on personal items, and especially husbands' and boyfriends' shoes, is because they want to bond with them. You see, in a cat's world, it's, it's natural to mix sense to bond. You know, there's nothing about peeing on my clothes that makes me want to bond with a cat. <laughs> makes me want to throw their little tails out. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's also common, you know, that behavior issues are one of the most common reasons that people surrender cats to the shelters. And, you know, that's why I work so hard with shelter diversion, keeping them in their home. And that's why we're doing this podcast, because as you can imagine, when a cat starts peeing on your bed... You mean go to bed, you're tired, you're ready to get some sleep, and you climb in and you go, why is it wet? And then you start Uh smelling it, and you're like, oh, my God, it's cat pee. 
You got to change the sheets, wash your body, you know, uh, it's, you know, wash the mattress pad. It's disgusting. And so, you know, I, I, I totally empathize with people that are going through this. And I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't suggest you take your cat to the shelter, but I certainly can see how people that are experiencing this certainly might want to do that. You know, so maybe we can save a kitty today, but someone tuning in to find out what to do, mm-hmm. what do you do? I mean, that's, golly, just thinking about it. What do you do in that situation? Well, if the motivation is to bond, then bond with your cat, right? <laughs> I just don't think that would be a motivator. <laughs> it, you'd be surprised it is, because in the wild, that's what they do. You know, um, in a multi-cat household, that's how they tolerate living with one another is they mix scents. That's why we always say if a cat has peed over here on the carpet, it's super important you get that soiled area cleaned up with the right cleaners quickly because if another cat comes along and smells it, they're going to go, well, we can't have an environment with just that cat smell on it. I'm going to have to put my smell there also. So they kind of create a community scent by layering scents over, which is which is why it's natural for them to to bond, you know, through scent. And and it can very well get personal. So, you know, if if the boyfriend or the husband, you know, maybe isn't as tightly bonded to the cats as other family members are, then the cat may be feeling like, you know, uh, it's awkward living in a house with someone that, you know, that I'm not bonded to. So what you do to bond with the cat is whoever, you know, is the target. And and you kind of know, like, on what side of the bed the cat is peeing on whose clothes, whose shoes. The cats make it pretty darn clear about who they're feeling this way about. And if it's in the middle, then it's probably all of you. So, you know, you want to make sure that that if there's a targeted person in the family, that that person begins to be the one to feed the cat. This is also why I recommend never free feeding, but feeding meals. It gives you an opportunity to bond with that cat. So have, have whoever that is feed the cat, do treat toss, you know, give them a bucket of treats to have around them next to their recliner or whatever, and have them take a treat and toss it across the room, let the cat go chasing after it. That's an excellent bonding activity. You know, people seem to think of bonding like we do, like, oh, it's cuddling and petting and smooching and stuff. Well, that's not how cats bond. You know, these activities where we don't touch them, they oftentimes will bond a lot closer with that person. You know, and that also goes with prey play. You know, get that wand toy out and prey play with the cat. Make eye contact with the cat. Talk to the cat. You know, when you walk in a room and the cat is there, take a second to acknowledge the fact that the cat is there. Look him in the eye and go, hi, Pico. And um, keep walking. But at least you've acknowledged it. That That is very bonding with a cat you know we did a podcast a while back called how to get more cat love and it was about just this how how can a husband or a boyfriend get the cat to like him you know and i don't 
I don't mean for any of this to sound gender biased because it happens to girls too. I've had guys reach out where they have a cat and a girlfriend, you know, they've got a new girlfriend, the girlfriend's hanging out at the house and the cat is clearly not liking the girlfriend and peeing on the girlfriend's side of the bed and stuff. So it really isn't just guys, you know, but, but, you know, it's just like people relationships that we have, you know, they don't develop by themselves. You have to work at making new friends. You got to make time to have them over and go out and meet them places and communicate regularly. It's just like that with your cat. If, if you're trying to bond with the cat, you know, you need to cultivate that bond and spend time providing the cat with the things it likes. There's got to be other reasons cats pee on personal items, right? Well, that that's usually from a behavior standpoint, that's the number one that I see. But it could always be health. You know, it's it's always important when cats crop up with behavior issues to rule out underlying medical causes. You know, they, they could always have urinary tract infections or kidney issues or things like that. And, you know, be trying to tell you it's it's uncomfortable when I go use the box. So I'm looking for another place to go. So absolutely, if, if this starts happening, you need to also take your cat to the vet, get a urinalysis and other diagnostic tests to rule out any kind of lower urinary tract diseases. In fact, we have a, a Cat Talk Radio episode with Dr. Brian Hurley about kidney disease where we talked about this a lot. It's, know, it's probably a month or so back. So if you're tuning in, uh, you might find that. You'll find some helpful information in there as well. So that really kind of makes sense. Um, and can the litter box be a problem in that type of behavior also? Can, can that be the source of it peeing on your bed? In other words, the box is not clean. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, something like that. Absolutely. Absolutely it can. The, you know, litter box dislike is something you got to look at first also because it can always contribute to cats going other places. And, you know, to to recap what litter box and attractive litter box is, is first of all, if you have more than one cat, you need to have more than one litter box than numbers of cats. Now, if you have four cats, people, that means you need to have five litter boxes. And if you have four cats in a one-bedroom apartment, clearly you might have a little overcrowding going on. Those boxes, very, very, very important, can't all be clumped together in one utility room. That's just like having one giant box. So they need to be spread out around the home where the cat has options, right? They need, boxes need to be large. So if the cat goes in there, it needs to be able to turn around and have plenty of room to do its business. So we always say, you know, they've got to be one and a half times the length of your cat. That's usually about 24 inches. So they need to be really big. And they don't need to be litter boxes. They can be storage boxes, plastic storage bins. But they also need to be uncovered. It's real, real, real important for that in a multi-cat household because cats will tend to be insecure and think they're going to get ambushed when they come out of a covered litter box. And then even if you just have one cat, when you cover that litter box, it multiplies the amount of ammonia particles in the air in there tremendously. And their noses are so sense. sensitive. 
Yeah. I mean, it's it's nasty. And then, of course, clean, like you said. If it's not clean, that cat's not going to use it. And by clean, I don't mean maybe scoop every other day, right? Twice a day is, is really what you need to be doing. Because if the cat goes in the box and there's not clean litter to step on, then it's going to go somewhere else. And I always use this analogy. It's like going to a public restroom and you opening that stall door and there's poop on the seat. You, you are not going to just go, okay, well, I'll just go anyway, right? You, hell no, you're going to go to a different stall. Same thing with the cat. If it doesn't have clean places to step on, then, you know, it's going to go somewhere else. Speaking of which, remind me, I need you to add more litter to the box today. <laughs> and, uh, okay. and, you know, and sometimes um, the feel of the bed is more appealing to the cat. So make sure that that litter is also soft. You know, cats really don't prefer the pellets and that other weird stuff. They just like soft, sandy litter. And if you think this could be the issue, a lot of times I recommend people just put a piddle pad in the litter box and see if the cat uses that. That tells you a lot about its dislike for the substrate in the litter box, you know. And and sometimes if you've relocating a litter box, cats hate change. So if you've moved the litter box and the cat starts peeing on your bed, well, that is a communication signal. I don't like where you put the box. I was more comfortable with where it was earlier. And then you've got some clear things to do to try to solve it. So what about anxiety or trauma? Can that cause the cat to go on the bed? Is there some sort of comfort they get by trying to be near your scent? Yeah, you know, there's, as we said, there's several reasons they might choose the bed, you know, to bond with you because the bed smells most like us. So that the cat is trying to mix scents where your smells are the strongest. And of course, there's no other place in the house our smells are the strongest than in the bed we lay in for, you know, eight hours at a time. So, you know, this, this is true not only with a new person or someone who the bond may have been broken with, but if someone's traveling and been away for a long time, you know, that causes a lot of stress and anxiety, just like Pico had last time we were gone. And we boarded him, you know, he was he he had some trauma out of that experience. And so mixing scent is soothing to a cat. So if there's trauma or stress going on, yes, that can be being done as a as a soothing action. And you know, and other things that are traumatic, like moving, you know, moving a household, that kind of thing, you know, then the cat might start going on the bed because the bed's familiar. You know, it was something that came from the old house and so it's familiar and it smells like you so it's also soothing so yeah you know and if there's other cats in the home and you know you have all those litter boxes clumped together in one room and one of the cats is doing what I call the silent bullying and he's just laying in the floor on the way to that room that has all the litter boxes then he's blocking those resources and that cat might feel really challenged and avoid walking by that other cat because it's, it's, it's just easier to go on the bed. And maybe, you know, that other cat, you're not noticing he's bullying because he's doing it in very subtle, quiet ways. But that also causes anxiety and stress for your cat. So, 
you know, that definitely. And then if you have a multi-cat household, here's another thought. Sometimes the height of the bed can be appealing if that cat's feeling challenged by other cats in the home. You know, because when they're up high, it's easier for them to see other cats approaching. So they, it's kind of like when they climb up on a cat tree or they, you know, they get up high. They get up high so they can see threats coming. So that might also make the bed appealing to them. You know, that's very interesting, and I suppose the same is true for the shoes. You know, they smell like a person, and, and that's what's what's happening there also? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's any place that that the cat, that, that there are strong smells of us, dirty laundry, bedding, shoes, because shoes are on the floor, so they're easily accessible, but anything like that, absolutely. And you know, another theory, another thing you can do to help deter the cat from peeing on these things that are very personal, they won't, as they say, they won't shit where they eat. And so if you give them food or treats, so a lot of times we say, you know, start with treats because it's also kind of weird to be feeding your cat on the bed, but start out with treats. So once you clean it all up, you know, routinely give the cat treats on the bed or use your shoes as kind of like a treat puzzle, put put treats in there, you know, and speaking of treat puzzles, Vitacraft has come out with this new, really cool fishbowl type treat puzzle and um, and it comes with these meaty morsels. And they're making new meaty morsels with cheese inside, which are awesome. I've been taking those to the shelter and treating all the cats there. And they really like them. Those are a good size and, and would be great to put in, in shoes and have that kind of become a, a, a food puzzle. You use those food puzzles on the bed. So, you know, put the treats in the food puzzle on the bed and that new Vitacraft treat puzzle is really great because it's weighted on the bottom and it doesn't tip over. So you're not going to climb in bed to a bunch of crunchy treats, you know, they stay contained until the cat scoops them out. That's another way to deter them from going on your personal items. You know, this is very interesting. And I have to say, when I first started off with this, thinking of, you know, cat peeing on stuff was not a topic I really wanted to visualize. (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely not one you want to live through, for sure. It's awful. And I couldn't couldn't imagine how you were going to be able to kind of turn this into some sort of comfort thing. But, um, you know, good job on, on doing that, Molly. And I think there's a lot of people out there that have to rethink what's going on you know don't get mad right off the bat which you know that's the tendency to do well uh, yeah but, you know start thinking of some things that is going on with cat like you were mentioning in here and um you know there's some reasons behind why the cats are doing that because they're so naturally uh you know they naturally go to a litter box and for them to do something outside of that is always a question got to be a question in your mind right. so I want to tell everybody out there, if any one of you that are listening to this podcast have any questions for Molly, or you have a podcast topic idea, please send that to molly at cattalkradio.com. She'd love to hear from you. She'd love to discuss stuff. She is all things cat, and it would be great to uh, get some interaction going there. It always helps out. I always want to invite you to help support the work we do. We provide the podcast and other resources for free. 
And Molly works many behavior cases for free for low-income cat parents. So any kind of donation would help go to those Yes. take care of them. Absolutely. And I mean, we've dedicated, I, I, not you, of course, but have dedicated, you know, my life at this point to help keep cats out of the shelters. And so if you care about cats like that, too, please, or even if you've just gotten a good tip out of one of these podcasts, you know, consider sending us a gratuity donation. Any, any amount helps. And it's super easy. You just go to our website, which is catbehaviorsolutions.org. And there's a store, we call it the Behavior Boutique. And if you scroll down to the bottom under the products, then there are donation amounts you can put in your cart and then just securely check out with your credit card like you do anywhere. And while you're at that store, you could go ahead and pick up some cool, fun toys for your kitty. Yeah, like the Vitacraft treats. You can put them in your husband's shoes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, all right. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking about that and it threw me for a minute. Okay. So I also want to invite you guys to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram also. This is an all-volunteer-based podcast to help you take better care of your cat and increase the bonding between you and your cat. And we're going to keep doing this as long as... Shelter, shelter euthanasia, euthanasia is the number one, one cause of death cat. in cats. Yep, sad fact, still true. Long as it is, we're going to keep giving you guys information on how to care for your cat better so that you're happy with them and you don't ever want to take them to the shelter. And until next time, thanks for tuning in today. and Keep calm and purr on. Yes, goodbye, everybody. You can be a cat lifesaver by helping to keep us on the air. In the U.S., about 10 cats per hour are euthanized in shelters due to behavior issues. Through this educational radio show, behavior consultations, seminars, and articles, Cat Behavior Solutions intercepts cat behavior problems in the home, reducing the number of cats who are surrendered to shelters. Make a donation at catbehaviorsolutions.com. That's catbehaviorsolutions.com. Looking for products that address specific cat behavior issues? On our website, cattalkradio.com, you'll find things that will create enrichment in the environment for your cat. Toys that will reduce boredom, the world's best and safest nail clippers, and much more. All proceeds support our mission, reducing the number of cats surrendered to shelters. Stop by the site and pick up a few tips and tidbits for your cat today. Visit cattalkradio.com and look for The Behavior Shop. Thanks for tuning in to Cat Talk Radio. Please join your host, Molly DeVos, for another episode of the program on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, go make a connection with your feline friend.